fans, welcome to the podcast. I'm James Wiley, racing and the flat racing guru. Um, today's racing we're podcasting about is Epsom. It's the Epsom Derby weekend. Today we have the Oaks and also there's another big race, the Coronation Cup. And both of those races are over a mile and a half at Epsom today, June the 3rd. Right, to get to the website, um, it's James with a hyphen, Wiley, W-Y-L-I-E, james-wiley.com. And if you go to that site, you'll see lots of links. And you'll see a link for two-year-olds. I have two-year-old races uh, tips up today. From Bath and um, Catterick. Uh, and if you look down, scroll down there, we've got pedigree briefs from the most of the two-year-old races this season. So I made a brief of the bloodstock and gave a little tip for each uh, two-year-old race since the start of the season at Doncaster on the turf. Uh, and you'll see that I put them all on video in the YouTube channel, Flat Racing Guru UK, or if you just go to the website, james-wiley.com, and look for two-year-old archives, Uh, you'll find the two-year-old videos um, from a lot of the two-year-old races, the pedigree briefs, and it is a great source to find future winners. If you look what I said about the horse before it ran, give it a quick pedigree brief and looked at the history of the trainers and things like that. Um, you know, what you look for to look for the debut winners. And we have hit a lot of debut winners at all sorts of prices. So go and have a look at that. And there's also a couple of tips on that page today. Uh, but we're con- I'm concentrating on the derby. Um, weekend, it's, I've got the Oaks today, and I've also t- made a tip in every race today and tomorrow, and that is up live, and it's on the um, on the J- James Wiley Flat Racing Guru Royal Ascot Derby, and it'll say open, and also that's the page to come back to for Royal Ascot, and we're also doing a um, closer look at all the two-year-old races very soon, we'll have those up. Now today we'll have a look, we'll go through the races um, and see what I like. Now the first race at um, Epsom, I tip number 11, keep bidding because I, even though the, the form hasn't, you know, uh, been tested as much, I did like the pedigree of number 11, keep bidding. But I also did like, um, the, well it was the favourite, uh, number 2, Commander Striker. Now well, I thought that would have been about 6-4. to four. Now, Commander Striker, he's, he went right out to 5-1 to one now. I actually think that's well worth a bet now. He's well worth a bet, Commander Striker. And I think that is the best form in the race, that um, last race at Bath. Um, and there's a lot of interesting horses in there. And I did put... Um, the four I did like was numbers 11, 2, 4 and 9. Um, I, I liked all of those runs. Actually, I think... Um, also in that race, Legend of Xanadu and um, Self Praise also fit that graphic. I think there's six of them that's pretty much similar on sort of class. If you watch, look at their physiques and stuff like that, and Legends of Xanadu did improve last time, even though I thought, you know, it could win uh, 
the race and he actually won quite well and he did improve like a few pounds last race so you know he could be like a late improver he could be changing shape already and they, I thought that horse might just surprise the day but let's stick with what I did I did keep bidding but I, th I think second time out uh, uh, Beckett and I did like the pedigree um, for keep bidding I also like the um, commander strikers run and the trainers doing well with his two wheels I've tipped a lot of lot of David Lock Nain's horses this season and uh, we've had a few winners with his two-year-olds. Um, Richard Hannell's got signed to that run once. That's a decent pedigree as well. Um, I'm not going to talk too much because we've got to get these podcasts. We've got to go through all the races. Now, if you go to the two-year-old uh, race, race uh, pedigree briefs, I'll give the pedigrees in much more detail on that page. Um, but for the podcast, we'll just look at the form and we'll not go through all of the pedigrees um, because it will take far too long. Um, so I did like a state as well in that race. Uh, but I, I went for, uh, as I say, I went for keep bidding. But now I fancy that commander straight and now it's drifted out at a decent price. Uh, and I did put 11, number 11, 2, 4, 9 for the exotics. But as I say... Um, I do like uh, the other two there, Legend of Xanadu, that's number three, and eight, Self Praise. Um, so it's, it's, you know, at Epsom, it's, I think this race, it's all going to depend on uh, which jockey times it properly, you know, because it is a, a, a track where you, if you time your run, because they do start to get tired at the end, you could, one of the two of these could go off a bit too hard. And um, they will get caught, you know, once they hit, hit that hill and they hit the camber and drift in, you know, you, you get, it's very, uh, it's it's just a bit like Brighton, you know, where the race changes at the last furlong. So it's definitely dependent on, you know, tactics on Epsom. It's a tactical race track. Um, right, what we got for the second race, yes, we've got number two, no, race two. That's a whirlpool handicap number five Revich, and now I I handicapped him on 110, and I think he's got a little bit more improvement in him. Uh, that's number five Revich, and he was 15 to two. Now um, last time you ran was at Chester, um, and he did sort of get blocked in at Chester there, and um, I thought he did well. I actually did tip this horse at Chester as well, and. Um, I wasn't happy with the, you know, he did get a bit blocked and I thought he didn't sort of, could, the jockey could have been a bit better, but you can't crab Jim Crowley. I think he's one of the best jockeys, uh, especially for this meeting. So I'd pay attention to his ride because he is quite an intelligent rider and he does outride a lot of uh, other jockeys. Um, so I thought Revich could come there late and win this race and be, you know, in the tactical battle. But I did like 15, 16 and 9 also in that race. So that's Rebich. Uh, 15, what's number 15? Mm, let's have a look. Number 15 is number 15 is. Can't find number 15. Sometimes I write I write the wrong number. It's number 16. Does number 15 come out? Number 15's come out. It must have been Coronado Espinado because that's a non-runner now. Uh, well... You know it's so annoying 
16 I got for third. Now that will be second, number 16. Um, that's a Lerado. Now, I did think he he ran um, 21st of September in 21. He ran a good race on this track. And he did it, um, an 88 RPR. Now, he's carrying 8, so 7. So if he does, I think that, you know... Um, he has been gearing up, but the last couple of races he hasn't been good. But you know that's the way they run them at that yard, don't they? Uh, they don't like to advertise uh, the form, and you can tell that he three races ago he ran okay, he ran up to his form, so you know he can do that here. He can replicate. I thought he could replicate that run uh, on the twenty first of September where he ran eighty eight. Now he's only carrying eight stone seven. 88 at 21, 98, 108, 109. Um, and I've got Revich on 1, 110. So he's only a pound behind Revich, you know, and um, he has got the track form that Lerado, so I thought he was interesting. Uh, you know, and these are the times to catch these horses in, in these type of meetings, you know, because they will probably condition them for this this racetrack especially when he's won here before uh, and the other one I liked was number nine which is um, number nine is uh, Hartswood and that's Richard Forhey now why did I like that one he has got some back class now just because I think that for he likes this he likes bringing horses to this to Epsom and it has got some decent form I just thought he can that far he can condition one or two, you know, and they'll run way above their mark one one if they're ready. So I just wouldn't even care about what whatever price they would because they'll just run way above their mark once they're conditioned by this trainer and has got some decent form. I just thought, you know, could add that to the exotics at the price because for he does like to bring them here. You know, you can say that about a lot of these trainers. Uh, Roger Fels, um, for he, you know, local trainers like Jim Boyle, you've got always got to look from feeling and Boyle and that, you've got to look out for their horses at this track because they just train around the corner, the local lads. Um, now the 310, let's have a look what we went for. Oh, yes, high definition. Now, <clears throat> this is the Coronation Cup, this is a brilliant race. Um, obviously, we've got Pile Driver. Paldrava was 6-4, I think he's drifted out in early 2-1. Now, he's a really good horse, Paldrava, so you cannot write him off. Um, but he did run at uh, Maidan last time, ran a real good race. Actually surprised me, and he ran to a 1-2-2. Two, two. That like, matched some of his best form. Um, when he was second in Charlton, he ran a 1-2-2 two, two as well. And when he ran here, he won here last year. And he ran a 1-2-2. Now 1-2-2, he's carrying 9 stone 2. That's a 1-3-4. So, you know, he's going to run somewhere around 1-3-4 here today. Now, now this Manobo is uh, Buick's uh, Charlie Atleby. Now, he's a decent horse as well. He's going to run 1-18-28 months. He's going to run a close to 1-30 or something like that. Hookham, now I do like Hookham, I really like him. I think he'll run to a 132 or something like that. And he, he could steal the race, Hookham. He just could steal the race, but I think that Hill is going to level it out. And I think this number one high definition, now high definition wasn't a, 
I mean, it was it was a group. It's a it was a group. You know, the it was a group one the last time the the gold cup at the Curra and um, Alan Quare from you know Haggis's horse. I mean, I mean Haggis does well at that Curra, doesn't he? When he sends them over, he does well. And that high definition just got beat. What a what a horse! What was a what a race it was. And you had the likes of State of Rest, Lord North, Broom, uh, behind this race. I mean, they're fantastic horses. I mean, that was a real good race. And I have, I've just paid attention to that high definition run. Now, I think that race was underrated. Yeah, he's got, they've got 120. I think it was worth more than that. I think it was a 123 run all day. So I think the high definition could run to a 135 here today and just get it. And another horse I liked last time out, I mean, I did back the, just because of the name Living Legend, because I was in the kid, was the Living Legends. Um, and he ran to a 115, that's a Living Legend. Now, he, he's, he's, you can see steady improvement all his races up to the last race at Newmarket. And that was steady improvement. And he beat Yebir. Now, Yebir's got some absolutely fantastic form. I mean, did Yebir run his race? I probably doubt it, but... What if he did run his race? That means the Living Legend's worth way more than that 115, doesn't it? Off level weights. And now that could be, you know, it's 16 to 1. I think I've got it. Can I just leave it out? You can't leave it out off that run. So I thought that was a decent interesting horse because it has shown steady improvement. And you know Mark Johnson and Epsom and these uphill tracks absolutely made for because he trains them up the hill. You know, where he trains them. He trains them up the hill. On that big uh, posh hotel where you know the grounds, um, he's got these big owners that own them grounds and everything, and he's got trains them horses up that hill, and all his horses have got them certain muscles, you know, in the backs of their legs and that. So when they hit them hills, them muscles come in handy what they've been training. So this, you know, all of these switchback tracks, these Mark Johnson horses always win the these the races. And they improve over it. So you can't leave Living Legend out. Just because of the track and the run last time. Plus it's shown all that improvement. I mean it could just pull, pull out a shocker. You know and beat these. But you know I still think high definition. If it's not shown any ill effect from it's last race. It has drifted out of 5-1 from 4-1. But um, you know probably be Aidan O'Brien being a bit negative about it or something. That probably means it's you know he's probably more hopeful about it than anything else but when he's like that he doesn't give much away does he so i think high definite you've just got to look at that run it was a brilliant race and all them horses behind i mean they were absolute champions that that he beat you know and he was just beaten by that haggis horse but haggis he does get them into some sort of top top class form when he sends them to ireland um he really gets the condition out of them so I think that race is worth a couple of pounds more than it's actually been rated. Right, the next race is a 3.45. And if you go on the website, you'll see all today's tips and all tomorrow's tips. That's James hyphen Wiley. Wiley spelled W-Y-L-I-E. And that's James hyphen Wiley dot com. And you'll see uh, today's racing, which there might be some later on tonight from the U.S., what you need to do is look at the columns and look at the pictures and it'll say Epsom and Royal Ascot page. 
and you click on that and you'll see all the Epson tips so in race number four I've got Cap Francis to win and Love is Golden in the split stakes so I've boxed them two up uh, and I've will box 4, 12, 2 and 11 so Cap Francais and Love is Golden now I like both of those two horses because it did well on me handicap and I know the, the trainers can condition you know it's sometimes it's not about form it's about you know these certain trainers who can get them conditioned on the day so you know that they're, they're probably equal on the ratings uh, there's, there's five or six of them very similar on numbers so I just it's just down to trainer profiling and um, that's all I'm going to say about it so they might win they might not you know that's the way I play it and most of the times it comes in for us but obviously sometimes when I publish them they're, they're absolutely run hopeless so, but they do run better when they're, they're big meetings they do run better and they're winning more win much more when they're big meetings so that says something doesn't it now the Kazoo Oaks now I went for Tuesday to win and I've split the stake with, with the Moonlight now I respect the other horses a lot but I think Tuesday he's just been crying out for this trip hasn't he when he's seen them in the guineas he's just sitting behind there now the winner you know well I'm not going to say much about the winner but you know I'm just not sure I trust the, those trainers you know I'm not going to say anything but you know I'm not saying that they won on the merit or they were helped by anything but you know it's just a bit it's just I've got them profiled like that um, and it's just the way they profile I mean they, they do nothing 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 and then suddenly they get these horses to win unbelievable races at unbelievable prices at unbelievable figures and when all the rest of their strings are off and stuff like that but it's not just want it's all of the time they're just popping up with big prices from nowhere and that's just not natural it's not natural you can't handicap for that it's impossible you know and it's not me to complain if that if you can profile these people who's doing it you, you can win money that's all i'm going to say about it but you know that's all it's going to be said now i've went for tuesday and with moonlight and i've went 11 10 2 5 in race six in race seven just go over to the website and have a look to see what i've got and tomorrow we've got saturday i've got the races up one two three four five six seven seven races up for saturday and um, if you go onto the website you'll find them and i'll do a video snap for um twitter um at flat racing guru uk on Twitter, I normally do a video snap and show the the website tips on the video, so people don't, you know, a lot of people won't click on the website. And if you want to email us any questions, it's um, guruuk1 at james-wiley.com.